1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on
1: iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford, and I'm your host, I'm the UK's leading Law of Attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and
2: start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my spiritual queens badass podcast episodes this week. So, as as you can hear, I am still not recovered. Um, From this horrific flu I have had for about three, four weeks now. So just excuse the nasally bunged up sound. I'm so done with it, guys. I am so done with it now after nearly four weeks of this. I am so ready to be healthy, happy and walking into 2023 with a good immune system. And just feeling like myself again, I think the hardest part has been like the energy and not having the energy to do stuff, not being able to do some aspects of work when I've been really bad over Christmas, I was pretty much in bed. So it's been a fun one, I can tell you that. But anyway, happy new year, welcome to a brand new year, it is 2023, can you believe I'm recording this from the past. It's still 2022 when I'm recording this. So tell me what it's like. Is it any good? Um, should I retreat now? I'm sure it's going to be epic. Um, a lot of astrologers and numerologists have said 2023 is a really big implementation year, a big action year of where we are taking action and now implementing all the things that we have learned over the last three years, which is a lot, right? It is a lot. Um, It feels wild to think that, you know, in a few months time, it's going to be three years since all of COVID happened and what a lifetime ago that feels now. It just feels like a lot has happened. And hopefully all my new year content and meditations and rituals and practices, end of year stuff really, really helped you in coming into this year in style and without any energetic baggage, so to speak. Um, And if you're in my manifesting challenge, my free five-day manifesting challenge that happens on January the 1st or January the 5th, If you are listening to this and you're like, what, I didn't know about this one, where have you been? I've been talking about it for weeks. But secondly, have no fear, you can still join. I'll pop the link in the description below Um, and come and join us. You can catch up on any of the days if you've missed them. Um, The replays are there, you can do it at any time and no time like the present to get started. So if you are in the challenge, I really hope you're enjoying it. Again, I'm recording this before, but I know I will be absolutely enjoying it with you and loving it. I have mapped out all the Days and tasks, and I'm so excited for you to do them. And I'm excited to see what results and shifts and amazingness that brings into your life. Um, over these five days together, we have over well, at this point, we have over 1,500 queens in there at the moment. I'm sure that will be a couple of hundred extra more by the time we start. So come and join me. Come and join me. What have you got to lose? You've got everything to gain, and you can kickstart your year off in the most magical way with these incredible tools and techniques that are going to help you to just feel epic, feel good, enter into this year with a bang and set you up for success throughout the year as well with your manifesting practice. So there you have it. I hope you are joining me for my challenge. If not, there is still time. You can still join, don't worry. Um and I'm just really really excited to go into a new year with you guys and see what 2023 has for all of us. You know, I'm intending it's a year full of love, up-leveling, happiness, abundance, joy, so... I'm holding that vision for all of us but let's get on to today's topic because I'm obviously not going to be able to talk for hours and hours much to my editor's probably happiness um no I'm joking but um I'm not going to be able to talk for hours and hours today about this topic just because of my voice and how I feel and I don't want to cough the whole way through either but this topic came through and I did think like, do I really wanna do this topic as like the first topic of 2023? Like, But all of the things that I have like questions from you or like do a podcast on this summer, um, they're all kind of of the same like, I don't want to say negative, but like they're quite heavy topics, you know? So I was like, right, well, we've got to do one of them. So we might as well just start off the year with this one and then do some fun ones and mix them in with these more kind of heavier topics on the podcast. So I didn't want to do such a, I guess, a heavy topic, but I think this will um, be really helpful for people. And I think going into the new year with this knowledge and with these boundaries and having these conversations is also a positive thing because then you don't have to repeat that cycle throughout 2023 so the question that came in on my instagram q a quite a few weeks ago now i've had this one saved is all about how do you remove toxic people and so many people were asking this question of like how do you remove toxic people like people have lost 99 of their friends while on their spiritual journey um, so like, what do you do? Like, how do you remove toxic people? How do you identify if something's toxic? Um, and I think it's a really interesting conversation because I've obviously covered this before on the podcast, but I think it's always good to update and renew and talk about it from a slightly different perspective as well. Um, obviously now I've gone through my Hurt Healing Heal journey. Um, yeah, I think it will be a great topic that's going to help and help you navigate these um relationships in your life these divine assignments a lot more gracefully because that's all it needs at the end of the day it's not something that should be a big dramatic thing it doesn't need to at all not from your end anyway so unfortunately in life we can choose our friends we can't choose our family although we did technically choose our family in spirit um to be born into these families these cycles these um, ancestral patterns to heal and release them and to experience different life lessons and experiences to make us the people that we're here to be, you know, here to experience. So it's no surprise that our divine assignments, which are obviously like friendships, relationships, romantic relationships, all relationships in our life, are so impactful and so triggering sometimes and negative sometimes and really like our biggest awakenings because who else who's gonna get us there other than, you know, the very people that we've signed up to this wild journey of life with, right? So, well, gosh, yeah, seven, seven gods. I can't actually believe it's nearly seven years ago I spiritually awakened. Like, that to me feels so like, just weird to even think about, because obviously I'm so used to saying six now, but it really is seven years in April. So seven years ago, obviously, I was in a not-so-great place in my life. I had depression, I'd just broken up from my second not-so-great ex-boyfriend, I was having my spiritual awakening, I was having suicidal thoughts, and, you know, I, I was not surrounded by the best type of people. Now, that's not to say these people weren't nice, or that, you know, like, we didn't have a good friendship, like to some degree, of course we did, like of course, and I think what's really important to witness, is that, you know, it's not all doom and gloom, and also that, to some degree I was on that level because I was attracting those friendships into my life. I was attracting that drama. I was attracting those gossipy, drama, bitchy relationships because that was my energetic frequency as well. So I think one of my biggest, I guess, like epiphanies in Learning and looking at my history and thinking, like, okay, why have those things happened? Or how did that make me who I am today? Or why do I think, you know, this person did this? I mean, you can sit there for hours analyzing it, of course, but, you know, I had to take some accountability and be like, well, actually, I was friends with them for a reason. You know, I, I had chosen to be in those friendships. It wasn't all bad. There were some really, you know, fun and happy times that I remember. But ultimately, do I feel like those people have my back? No. But did I have their back? No. Like, this is what I mean. So you have to really be honest with yourself. Now, obviously, family dynamics are a little bit different because they're your family. You're, you know, you're choosing them to be in your life to some degree. Um, You know, like I've got family members uh, over the years and as I've up leveled as I've done my inner work as I've you know up leveled my energy like that relationship has up leveled but you know who someone is at their core you know we can't always pin on ourselves always and be like well I'm attracting that like I think this is where the law of attraction can get really I guess toxic in itself of like you know when people say well you're attracting every experience to you Yes and no is the answer. So yes, in terms of those friendships, yes, I was. But ultimately, were those friendships also divine assignments to get me on my spiritual path? Yes. was Were they karmic friendships that I needed to go through that in order to be where I am sat here today? Yes. So sometimes, yes, we are attracting it because it's on our frequency But again, you know, there's so many complexities in life. Life is not just the law of attraction. That's one of the seven energetic laws of the universe. There's like the six other laws, guys. So I think it's just such harmful old school law of attraction teachings to be like, well, you've attracted that awful thing to you. That child attracted abuse to them. No, they did not. Like, We have soul contracts, we have karmic contracts that we come into this lifetime to fulfill and to live and experience. And sometimes, no, you didn't manifest it. Sometimes it was just meant to happen to get you on your path and it really sucked. But, you know, you're going to grow and you're going to learn from that and you're going to evolve from that. And how much more empowering does that feel rather than, oh yeah, that really awful thing that happened like your child dying. Yeah, you manifested that. Like what? Like how can you even say that? Like it's so ridiculous. Um, And like from my experience of manifestation and healing and really going deep with the law of attraction, I just do not believe in any ounce of my soul that, it is purely just manifestation, it's just not, like, when you look at the seven laws of the universe, when you really dive deep into things like soul contracts and why we're here and, you know, really deep spirituality, you come to realise that actually, yes, okay, we are creating our reality, yes, we are manifesting, but, you know, we have thoughts every single day of our life and I can guarantee everybody listening has had a negative thought, like, I can... 100% guarantee my life on that, that we have all had a negative thought um, at least once in our life. We may even have multiple a day for God's sake, but does every single one of them manifest? No, of course not. We do not live in a world of instantaneous manifestation, which is very lucky for us, right? So it's your consistent vibration that manifests, not a fleeting thought or fear-based thought but your continuous vibration if you were to continue in that belief and continue in that pattern and really really believe that then yeah sure that would manifest one way or another in your experiences So I take full accountability that I chose to be in those friendships and I attracted those people to me because that was the vibration that I was on. Is that the vibration I'm on now? Hell no. Like polar opposite. I am so like, so polar opposite to that now, which is good because that makes me really proud and that makes me, you know, really happy that I have done so much work on myself where I love myself and like, I want to be my best friend too. Whereas I generally don't think I could have said all of that, you know, seven years ago. So, you know, removing toxic people from my life wasn't easy because I was a toxic person too. And this is a really, really interesting one because I think people are either going to love this or hate this. But I think there is truth in this for all of us of, you know, if you're going to remove toxic people from your life, and we're talking like friendships, people you're hanging around with, it might suck to hear this, but you're probably one of those toxic people as well. And that's not to shame, and that's not to blame, and that's not to point fingers, but ultimately, you know, if you've got one, like, toxic uncle, like, you're probably not toxic yourself. But if you are, like I was, surrounded by toxic people... You have to take some accountability to some degree of like, why are you choosing that? Why are you choosing that? And calling yourself a toxic person isn't a, you know, like, oh my God, like, how can Emma say that about herself? Like, it's not, it's not something that I shame either. It's not something that I'm like, oh my God, like the weight of me saying that it's just what it is of, okay. I was traumatized at that point. Like I had childhood trauma I had no idea about. I had years of trauma from relationships. Like no wonder I was toxic because um, yeah, I was surrounding myself by that and that's all I had known throughout my whole entire life. So I don't blame that version of myself. I don't think like, oh gosh, I was so bad or anything like that. I'm like, you didn't know any better. You didn't know any better, but actually you did choose better each and every time. So the fact that you chose better, the fact you chose not to do certain things that other people did, the fact that you always held respect for people and the fact that you wanted to do better and be better proves that you're not a toxic person and that you were just in toxic cycles and a toxic life and, you know, you got yourself out of there. So, you know, if you're staying in that place, then obviously that's not great. But if, like me, where obviously, you know, I wanted to get out and I did the work and I had those real honest conversations with myself... That real honest conversation was myself with myself was calling my own toxicity out as well. Like, so I feel like when we're talking about toxic people, we also have to look at ourselves as well because we are the energetic mirror here. We are showing up to the universe. So, like I said, if you've just got like one toxic family member, chances are this isn't gonna, you know, ring 100% true. There may be something in you where you're like, yeah, I think I could call that out. But I'm talking about when you're surrounded by people like I was. Um, so if you have lost 99% of your friends since your spiritual journey, this is totally normal. This happened to me. Um, and it was in a way that I couldn't even control. Like these people were just out to get me and like just had their own like vengeance as such or, you know, thing that they were pissed off at me about. And like, again, for full transparency. I was not perfect, of course not. But, you know, I took accountability where I could and had enough awareness to know that actually, even though I can take accountability, that's still not right. Like what happened was not right. That's not what I want to be surrounded with. So I was really lonely at the beginning of my spiritual journey because the just everybody had cleared out my life. My boyfriend, my friends at the time, my best friend, every single person had cleared out. And that was really tough because, you know, when you're, feeling so rock bottom and you're feeling suicidal and you're battling depression and you're trying to learn to love yourself and improve yourself, you kind of do just want someone there who gets it sometimes. So that's when, you know, I turned to the Law of Attraction community and met some lovely people online and surrounded myself by people who inspired me, surrounded myself by people who were positive and reflected the qualities that I wanted to be as well and that I wanted to experience and with that you know like attracts like at the end of the day so I think when we're having those real honest conversations with ourselves, it's not from a place of shame and not even for the other people right like we can't you know reach a place of acceptance and really do the true healing work if we are shaming and blaming and judging people right but you need to take accountability for your side of the street always because there will be things that you have, you know, inputted or chosen or done or whatever. And it's not a case of, shaming yourself for that or thinking like you're a bad person because you're not you're doing the best you can with what you have that is what anybody on this planet is only ever doing but the fact that you listen to this podcast means you clearly want to be and do better the fact that you know about the law of attraction the fact that you're reading self-help books like not many people do that many people stay in that place many people fester in that place Um, And misery attracts misery, as I saw on TikTok the other day. So it is true that if you do want to be and do better, like, that is such a positive that so many people on this planet may never get to a place of that. And that's really sad because, you know, I'd love for everybody to feel happiness and feel positivity and feel... A love within them that we don't have to you know have all this toxicity and stuff but unfortunately we've got a lot of ancestral healing and um collective healing to do before we all reach that place another really interesting one which i found as well over the years is people's expectations of you so obviously over the years these people i used to be friends with have reached out to me and i I don't mind that at all like everybody's free to do that you know for me, it's not something that I personally want to do. I feel like I made my peace with all of that, but like, you know, they have reached out over the years and f- <laughs> the bypassing from some have been like to a point where I've just laughed and I'm like, oh my gosh, like they literally, um, this is my ex I'm talking about, where he literally just acted like nothing had happened and was just asking a favor of me. And I was like, um, do do we remember what happened a few years ago? Do we just think that that just didn't happen and we could just bypass that? No apology, no acknowledgement, no accountability, no, no. So that's happened. Um, That was many years ago that happened. But, um, you know, like the friends have reached out as well, um, various ones over the years. And they're always like, you know, nice and pleasant. Like, you know, they were nice and pleasant people, like until it all went downhill. Um, But... It's people's expectations that get me because, you know, those types of people have apologised and they have said stuff and they're like, I really want to, like, put this behind us and I have no problem with that and I will respond to that and I'm, you know, I'm like, thank you, like, um, I really appreciate that, you know, I'm always super, like, acknowledging when someone does apologize or does you know reach out and you know build a bridge or whatever but that doesn't mean I want you to then cross that bridge that doesn't mean that I'm going to let that happen again or
1: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states
2: That I'm like oh let's be best friends again so I think managing those expectations have been challenging over the years because when I don't respond in a way that they want it then kicks off <laughs> and then they're like oh like you preach you're this like love and light person and you won't even speak to me and I'm like I am speaking to you but I don't, like, I'm so, like, you know, happy to hear you're good, I'm glad to hear you're doing well, like, thank you for apologising, thank you for acknowledging that, but I don't want to rebuild a friendship. And obviously being in the public eye, doing all I do, having the successes that I have, I'm also extremely mindful of that as well, because I didn't have a lot of that six years ago. So I'm also like, are you reaching out because you generally want to be my friend or are you reaching out because I've literally just been featured on national TV again and you've seen that? So you kind of feel like, "Mm," but I always, you know, I look at it with a level head and I'm like, okay, the facts of this is that I'm glad this person's doing well. It's, you know, lovely to hear from you. Like, thank you for apologizing, acknowledging everything. And I leave it at that. But then it's the expectations of, well, why aren't you accepting me on Facebook? Or why aren't you accepting me here? Like, why aren't you responding to this? And it's like, that is where I think the real inner work comes when you have to manage people's expectations of you. And, you know, people are also very quick to be like, and I'm talking about this in a general sense of, Like, oh, well, I know you. And like, the thing is, is like, do you know yourself from six years ago? Like, I am so many different versions of myself since that point. And I'm sure everybody listening can be like, oh my gosh, I am so different. So no, that person doesn't know you from six, seven years ago or 10 years, whatever. Maybe even two years. That person actually doesn't know you. That person knows a past version of yourself. And is clinging on to that and has all these expectations of like, well, we were friends once, so we have to be friends again. Why wouldn't you just let me back into your life? Yeah, I feel like that's very like toxic behaviour that happens a lot with like, you know, ex-toxic relationships, friendships or whatever, is the expectations that are then there. Because you're then not apologising unconditionally. And when I've done this before and I've reached out to people or I've had difficult conversations after years... It's all unconditional of like, here it is, like there's no expectations. Like I'm not placing any expectations on you. Like this is just what it is, you know? And from that, something beautiful can potentially form because there's no expectations from either side. But when people, and I seem to get the conditional side, um, when people do place those conditions on you and tell you what they want and like, I'm apologizing and I want this out of it, that's not apologising, that is conditional apologising, which then makes the person feel like, well, I can't be mad at this person, but then uh, there's all these expectations, but then I don't want that. So really voicing your boundaries is so, so important with removing toxic people from your life, because the boundaries is the first step and then the self-worth is the second step so well no I lie the first step is identifying that you want to obviously be and do better and surround yourself with like you know better energy but removing those people from your life is never an easy one like I wish I could say I mean sometimes it can be easy but in my experience I haven't experienced that just yet. Well, hopefully I don't have to experience removing any toxic people from my life because I feel like everybody in my life is so aligned and so lovely and you know on my wavelength and I know a hundred percent these are my people. They are my soul sisters, um, kings and queens, you know? So hopefully I won't have to experience it. But you know, I definitely think that removing people from your life is a hard one. It's not an easy one because especially when it's family, it's so difficult. So I have like a total removal and cut off friendship policy, like if it's, you know, not good. Um, But then family is a phasing out because I can't, I, I would just feel bad and I think other people's expectations of me in the family and stuff, it's just complicated. So I just distance myself and do my own thing and, you know, Be polite when I have to be polite, but also hold firm with my own boundaries that I don't disrespect myself or, you know, like let, yeah, let my boundaries slip. I gotta walk that talk as well, but in a way that feels loving and aligned for everybody. So ultimately, this is not like a Beyonce, like I'm gonna kick all these people out my life energy. Definitely not. This is like... True removal, true up-leveling and true healing is such a gentle practice of compassion to yourself, compassion to other people and acceptance. And I talk about this in Hurt Healing Healed of why we should find acceptance, not forgiveness. And why I only teach acceptance now, not forgiveness. Because forgiveness is such a pedestalling tactic where you say to someone like, it's okay, I forgive you. I bestow you and bless you with my forgiveness. It is okay. You have sinned. It is okay because I forgive you. Do you know what I mean? It's such this like pedestaling energy. And as we know with like non-duality, when we, you know, when we are forgiving people from that pedestal-y place, it's duality. You just create separation again. You're not actually creating unconditional love or healing. So with acceptance... You accept what has happened and you reach to a place of radical acceptance where you're like, okay, that really sucked. That may have not felt great. But I choose to find peace with this. I choose to find acceptance and I choose to find acceptance with that person as well. So I see them as my equal and maybe that does look like forgiveness. Maybe that does look like saying those words of it's okay, I forgive you. Maybe it doesn't. Like this is the thing. Acceptance is on your terms. Acceptance is your own personal relationship with what happens. And I think that's so much more empowering rather than, you know, because people say to me all the time, but I can't reach a place of forgiveness. Like it's, I've tried everything. And I'm like, that's because you're not accepting it. You're trying to reach a place of forgiveness from a place of non-acceptance, which is impossible. Like impossible as we know. So acceptance is always the first, well, I say everything's the first step. I feel like I've said everything's the first step, but obviously like, you know, reaching a place of acceptance is important with this. So removing people from your life is your own decision there's no like step-by-step guide I can say of like do this do that it has to feel aligned to you and it has to feel in the right way to you but I would always encourage you to do it from a grounded space not from a reactive space I would encourage you to do it from a compassionate and accepting place not from a hierarchy or triggered place of like you know, F you, blah, 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 like, you want it to come from a grounded, loving space. Now, with toxic people, you're always going to be the bad guy, like, let me just say that, you are always going to be the bad guy and the person in the wrong in their eyes, so whatever you do, do not fucking convince them of anything, because you don't need to, like, you know your truth, and that is all that matters, like, you're not here to prove yourself to anyone. And if you think you are, then that is an inner child wound. Um, Definitely one that I've worked through before. Um, And with toxic people as well, like when you do feel like you have to answer for yourself and be like, but I didn't do that. Or I'm not that type of person. Like they are so convinced that you are the bad guy and that they have done nothing wrong or, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, whatever the situation, you you will literally be saying it until you're blue in the face. Like you'll be saying the sky is blue and they're like, it's green. Like, and there's no way you can convince them or like of otherwise, which is fine because that's their stuff, their karma, their side of the street. Your side of the street is all that matters. So again, releasing your expectations around how you're viewed by people is really important because then you need to drop the need to be seen as the innocent one because it doesn't matter. There is no right or wrong with any of this, right? Again, we've got to come back into that place of non-duality. When we look at, you know, who was right, who was wrong, what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do, we're, we're saying that there is a right or wrong. What's happened has happened and really you've got to love yourself enough to walk away but also love yourself enough to not need to stand or defend yourself, which is hard, really hard, but you will thank yourself for not wasting your time or energy or breath standing there defending yourself. And I always say to people, the the loudest people um, are normally the ones who are not the innocent people. The quiet, grounded, peaceful people are normally the ones who are speaking the most sense. So people will see that around you and again there could be some inner work there if you are like really triggered up by that or really struggle with that because it's so common when you've been around toxic people for years that you do feel like you have to defend yourself and you're like oh my god like I don't want the like my whole family to see me as this type of person but again truth always comes out, love always wins and It can be really hard, but it will be worth it for your own sanity and for your own inner peace to walk away from that. And finally, because I can feel my voice going already, um, one thing I really think is important when, you know, walking away from toxic people in your life or, you know, whatever, walking away from family members is you have to stay in your lane. You just have to let them be. People say to me all the time, how can I manifest this person changing? How can I manifest this situation changing? And I'm like, it's all about acceptance. You just have to let that person be and work through the inner work that makes you or like allows you to be triggered by that. So your only job is your boundaries, walking your talk, self-worth. And looking at the wounds that make you, you know, react or triggered or, you know, feel really emotional around that person, that is your only job. So, my tip is, do not change people, let them be, let them be negative, like, They're the only ones they're affecting. Do you know what I mean? Like focus on your lane, do energy protection. That's always a really good one if you're surrounded by these people like constantly and you can't just remove them from your life. Energy protection is important. Boundaries is important. And I'm gonna hazard a guess here because obviously I've experienced this as well that most people's self-worth will be knocked who are part of these dynamics and situations because they've been knocked by toxic people. So self-worth is so important as well because then you can actually just say things or not say things or walk away or not walk away from an empowered place where you're making empowered decisions based upon your grounded, healed self instead of like a reactive, triggered self, you know? So the... Main thing is, is you are the most important thing here. And same with the other people. They're the most important person to themselves, right? I'm not saying, like, you are the most important person in that situation. Like, individually, we are all the most important person in our own lives. So, ultimately, focus on yourself. Get yourself in a good headspace. Heal those things. Work on your boundaries. Work on your self-worth and over time like the more you surround yourself with positive energy whether that's in podcasts videos people books you will attract like-minded people it is the laws of the universe and over time you know I've manifested such lovely people over the years like people I have had in my journey for six years now who are so lovely and the most genuine souls I obviously have you know the most amazing support unit and family around me now um, which I didn't have before so you know you can't choose all the circumstances that we have in this lifetime and obviously all the people in our life but we can choose how we look at it and we can choose how we spend our time and how we respond to something so always remember that that you are in control of how you respond you are in control of what time you give to that person or those people and don't let other people's expectations of you like cloud your judgment or cloud your, um, you know, your intuition or listening to yourself because at the end of the day, nobody owes anybody anything. And like, if you're conditionally apologizing to people and all that stuff that I've said in this podcast, like that is not true unconditional love. That is not a true apology. And we shouldn't have expectations of other people or their healing or boundaries or whatever right we should just let it be what it needs to be so you know when people are like I really want to manifest um you know their partner being more positive or less toxic or whatever like obviously in a marriage it's a very big decision it's obviously a, a million things I can imagine that you have to consider there but you are choosing that to some degree So you have to choose better in whatever way that looks like. That doesn't mean you have to leave that person, but you have to choose better in whatever way. So do and be better for yourself. Work on those boundaries. Look at your self-worth because as you implement all these things, naturally anything or anybody that's not in that vibration will fall away. And you can't control that. Sometimes it's so natural and so like, wow, I couldn't have stopped that even if I tried, which... I don't think we should try to stop because just like the leaves on trees you know in the winter they just fall away that is nature that is how it happens but it's not a negative thing like that person's gonna go on and hopefully manifest way more aligned people from them you're gonna go and manifest more aligned people for you so it's not like a negative thing and I just think you know there's this kind of energy when people talk about like removing toxic people from their life and like this is why I say to you look at your own toxicity too because there's this kind of like ego I guess attitude around it where people are like well I want to remove toxic people from my life there's nothing wrong with me like blah 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 and it's like 90% of the time we are part of the problem too and like maybe in a small way, maybe in a big way, only you can answer that for yourself but don't miss an opportunity for growth and healing because you want to sit in that victim mode and don't miss an opportunity for healing and up leveling by thinking that you had no involvement in that, you chose it to some degree. So you may not have manifested it, it could be a karmic contract, a soul contract, but you have chosen that reality for however long. So what healing needs to occur so that you don't keep repeating these patterns? What healing needs to occur so that you don't keep choosing this reality and this type of person? And then the cycle repeats itself. So... Even in there, there is so many nuggets of opportunity to grow and evolve and take accountability over your side of the street, so it will apply to everybody differently. But for me, like looking at my own toxicity and looking at how I chose those friendships and inputted into those relationships and chose certain aspects was really empowering in itself because then I was able to be like, "Well, I choose better like I heal that part of me and I choose better and I have received better, like way better, um, you know, over the last six, seven years, which is a testament to my vibration and a testament to the hard work that I put in on myself, that I can look at myself with that transparency and be like, I'm not going to shame that part of me because there's no point. It's my shadow self and I love my shadow self because it teaches me everything I need to know to be more in alignment. It teaches me everything I need to know and it's here to stay and I love my shadow self anyway. So a good mantra to have there. And I think it's something we should all look at because removing toxic people from your life should not be this like, I don't know, this, like, very masculine, forceful energy. It should literally be this, like, graceful, feminine energy of, like, compassion and love and boundaries and self-worth and that's all it needs to be. So I think if you are someone who has, you know, lost a lot of your friends, like, I'm not going to say it's not going to suck because it definitely does. But just know that there are more aligned people coming your way, there always is. And set those intentions for more aligned people to come your way, write a dream friend list, um, you know, do some practices that will help to attract those people into your life. Where are those people hanging out? What are they doing? Can you go there? Can you do those things? So really invite the space for those people to come in. But the way you do that is by becoming your own best friend first, So those types of people that you want to call into your life, are you that person? Be honest. Are you of those morals? Are you of that kindness, compassion, whatever it is? Like, do you honestly and authentically reflect that now? And there is no harm or no shame if you're like, actually, maybe not quite yet. There's some healing work to do there is some stuff that you can work on. So be honest with yourself and become the version of yourself and the types of friendships that you want. Like be that person, be your own best friend um, and heal anything within you that and I'm sure there will be stuff definitely that needs to be healed so that you do know your boundaries so that you do know your self-worth so that you do implement these things um and you will get to a place where even if it's like a family member you can just shrug it off maybe not every time but most of the time you can just shrug it off and be like whatever But that all comes from a sense of self-worth. That all comes from taking back your power, repeating the mantra of I reclaim my power and call back all the lost pieces of myself. So protect your peace. If it's costing your peace, it's too expensive, as I always say. Um, And I really hope this podcast in a roundabout way, there's been lots of different things I've gone on tangents about. I hope that it has helped you to, I guess, see this whole topic of removing toxic people in a slightly different way. Um, and see where there could be some work for you to work on um, so that you can walk away, so that you can implement things, so that you can see the shifts and results that you want. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I am so excited to walk into 2023 with you and to guide you throughout the next year with even more amazing podcast episodes. You do not want to miss next week's as well. We have an incredible queen, I would say the biggest queen on the podcast coming on to deliver the most epic episodes. You're not going to want to miss it. But thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to. And I will see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots
0: of love.